Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad, and thank you for joining me today. So glad that you could stop on by, pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and uh, and hang out with me for a while. I got to be honest with you, though. This week has been difficult. This this episode has been very difficult, um, and it it wasn't like I was out of ideas. Um, I mean. You know, we've had lots of things happen over the last... Since I've talked to you last, the world has gotten a little crazy. So there's like plenty of things for me to ramble on about. But it was just one of those weeks where I could not bring myself to sit down and actually make an outline or record some scratch tracks to get some ideas flowing. I just had no motivation at all. And I love podcasting, you know, besides being a husband and a father, it's my favorite thing to do, but it was not easy this week. And I'm curious, like, do you ever have that experience, you know, something that you love to do, something that enhances your life and that brings you joy, but you just lose the motivation to do it sometimes? Um... You know, if I'm being totally honest with you here, I've, I've had moments where I've pondered just quitting, you know, just hanging it up. Uh, I've had a good run. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And then I start to ask myself questions like, well, why? Why are you doing this? And the short answer is, is that I've just always had a passion for broadcasting, you know, from the time that I was a little kid, used to record songs off the radio with my boombox, and then I would go back and try to be the DJ, and I would do this make-believe thing where people were listening to me. And then later on, I had a brief career where I actually did that thing. And so I've just always had this, this love for broadcasting. And so why do I have those thoughts about quitting? You know, and as much as I love it, producing a podcast is a massive time suck. You know, it's pretty much all I do besides uh, being a husband and a father and an employee. Uh, The rest of the time, I'm either thinking about what the next episode is going to be, or I am engaging in conversations with friends, getting ideas about like what they think about certain things, certain topics that are going on right now. Like it's always sort of in the, uh, in the forefront of my mind. Like what's, I'm always kind of chasing that next episode. I think it's a time suck because I really want to create something worthwhile. And I don't want to just go through the motions or just be rehashing old material, things I've already said. I want to keep moving the needle on this show and hopefully providing value to someone. Uh, Maybe maybe it's just me, you know? (laughs) I think if that's all it is, that's fine too. But ideally, you know, it would be something that other people get a boost out of as well. And I think even on these things that we love so dearly, it's, it's sometimes difficult to be consistent and not get lazy and but I can't help but think like somehow 
I, I feel like I'm called to do this. You know, whether you believe in God or the universe or quantum physics, uh, I think that every one of us is called to do something. You know, we're all here to contribute in progressing that collective consciousness to a new place. We are not accidents. You know, just think about the odds of being born. They, they say that it's one in 400 trillion. Uh, the scientist came up with this figure because he calculated, like, the odds of your parents meeting, you know, given the sheer number of humans on Earth at any given time. And then he considered, like, the chances of them actually having a child. And because that wasn't enough, he also factored in the odds of your ancestors meeting. And his conclusion was that the odds that you exist at all are basically zero. So, you know, in a way, we've already won the lottery just by existing. <laughs> so I can't squander that. I mean, that's a, in some ways, it's kind of a big responsibility. Um, but that's only if I overthink it. You know, we, we have to reach for the moon when it comes to our dreams, no matter how like inconvenient they are sometimes. You know, even things that we love can be horribly inconvenient. Um, there's just days where we're not going to feel that burning desire to put in the extra hours, do all the things that we're normally supposed to, and then either getting up early, staying up late, um, skipping you know, out on social events just so that we can pursue that passion. I saw a video with uh, the actor jo Michael P. Jordan recently, and he talked about how most people give up right as they're about to make it. And, I, and this totally makes sense to me because, you know, when we start doing something, we're, we're full of hope and wonder. It's this new adventure. And we sometimes we don't even realize how hard it's going to be. And then after years and years of, of grinding, it's, it's easy to lose sight on how far we've come. And I think that's why most people give up right as they're about to make it. You know, that's when life gives us those big challenges. The biggest ones is when we're right on the doorstep of achieving that goal. If you're struggling to keep going with your dream, just realize that you are not alone. Everyone goes through this. Uh, a comedian friend of mine likes to say that it takes 30 years to become an overnight success. Um, people only see the end product sometimes when they see someone that uh, they finally made it. You know, we've never heard of this person, but you know, that's because we're not seeing the years that they spent focusing on their craft and like pounding the pavement. Um, my message to you and, and really to me is keep going. No matter how far away you think you are, I'm going to keep going because, as I said before, it's, it's almost not even a choice for me anymore. Um, I mean, I, I guess I could just not do it and just stop, but that's really the only choice I have. It's, it, but that calling, it just uh, it doesn't allow me to let it go, for better or worse. But yeah, I say keep going.
I say, don't give up. Don't, uh, don't despair. Because in, in the end, like, it, it just matters like whether or not you pursued the passion, not if you made tons of money doing it, because um, you never know whose life you're going to touch or whose day you're going to make better. I like the way Wayne Dyer said it one time. He said, don't die with the music still inside you. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. I think I've made a breakthrough in the world of manifesting. Stick around. We're going to move past the particle world and into waves and quantum physics. You know what I'm talking about. One of my favorite quotes from the Stoics, I believe Seneca said this, is uh, don't be caught complaining, not even to yourself. And I think I may have mentioned it on the show now a few times, um, but it's something I mentioned because I tend to have a problem with this. And I don't go around like, you know, complaining to everyday people, but I definitely complain to myself. And I've gotten to the point where, I, you know, I don't complain out loud all the time, except for my wife. She's amazing. She always listens to me. She listens to every little grievance that I have about life. And she's so supportive about it. And uh, I think it's important to have someone that we can vent to. But I will say that, at least for me, I think it blocks my manifestations, you know, when I start to complain. And I think even, like I said, complaining to ourselves is bad. Just that voice in our head, it's a, it's a manifestation killer. And I'm, I'm better than I was like 10 years ago about it, but I still catch myself uh, complaining when, and really all it is, is uh, impatience. You know, it's a, it's a story about why things aren't the way that I want them to be. And the irony is that the more I complain, the slower I attract what I actually want, and it causes more complaining. <laughs> it's just this vicious cycle, like a snake eating its own tail. I do believe that the more we manifest, the faster that it happens in the future. I think our subconscious mind has this has to start believing in like this new way of existence. So the new rule that I'm setting for myself is to stop complaining about my current circumstances. And if I catch myself complaining in my head even, I need to start disciplining myself by being grateful for something. And some days that's a struggle, but there's always reason to be grateful. I mean, always, no matter who you are, what your life situation might be. And I know that, you know, for some people it's really difficult, but I think there's always something that we can be thankful for. And complaining is like a default mode for some of us. You know, there's days where I wake up and I'm just 
automatically, like I can feel my mind kind of just slip into this, you know, complaining mindset, being a victim. And I just have to escape it, you know. We have to substitute that impatient thought with something that actually serves us. And there are days where I wake up and I think, well, I'm uh, not independently wealthy yet. I can't just go for a walk. Uh, for I can't go for a hike today out at the trail. I've got to got to grind on some TPS reports. And uh, I have to now stop myself from doing that. Like instead of complaining, I'm going to choose a grateful thought. Take this one, for instance. 150,000 people die each day worldwide, and you and I are not one of those today. We get another trip around the sun on this beautiful rock covered with water. How amazing is that? Just the sheer wonder of existence. You know, I think consistency is key, just like learning to walk when we're babies. They say when babies are learning to walk from like 12 to 19 months, they typically fall 17 times an hour. Now, did we give up? Did we say, ah, oh, you know what? This, uh, <laughs> this walking is really difficult, and I don't think it's for me. Uh, I just keep, uh, I'm going to sit here and complain about not being able to walk, and uh, that way I don't fall. No, we didn't do that. We kept going until we figured it out. And it's important, I think, not to beat ourselves up when we do get impatient and we aren't happy with the way things are. Sometimes it can actually work in our favor. You know, if you, I've heard Tony Robbins say, embrace your frustrations. But I think the difference is, is that when you do embrace the frustrations, you're in a situation you don't like, that is the point where you take action. But if we're in one of those mindsets where we're just being, we're complaining all the time and we're not taking action, you know, just like those babies, we got to get back up and be consistent with our gratitude again. And we all have, you know, that friend or family member that we can text and call uh, to complain to because they're amazing people that'll listen to us and they support us. But I think it's important not to do that. And I'm not saying repress all your negative emotions, um, but the more we focus on what's not going right in our lives and talking about situations that we don't like, the more power we give those things. You know, eventually we can break the pattern. That's when manifesting starts to happen easier and easier. And when we stop complaining, and we saturate our minds with gratitude, the subconscious mind is going to feel like those things are already happening. And it's, it's a different mentality than the fake it or make it. I'm not the biggest fan of that. I mean, if it works for people, that's great. But I think it's just more important to frame it in a different way just for me. When I think of manifesting, I always think of you know, like home runs, you know, being financially independent, owning another property, massive financial success. But I think sometimes it helps to manifest something small, you know, just to prove to ourselves that we can. 
you know, a cup of coffee, 20 bucks on the floor, you know, or on the, when you're walking, you know, just finding money, just little things I think can really motivate us towards those bigger steps. So I decided to try it out last weekend. You know, we always have the uh, Super Bowl squares at my job. And so I signed up for two. And before I went to sleep, I imagined my coworkers congratulating me on, on winning. And as I watched the game, I just kept thinking, I'm going to win one of these squares. One of them is going to hit. And by the third quarter, I got my square. And no, I'm not going to be able to retire off of my Super Bowl football square winnings or anything, but I think it's good to have these small manifestations just to realize that it does work. That was kind of like my use case um, to prove to my subconscious mind that yes, you can manifest things. Because sometimes my mind has a hard time believing that I can win the lotto next week. But a Super Bowl square is a lot easier to accept. And I think just taking maybe those little steps, if you're facing trouble with uh, manifesting and you're like me, maybe you're complaining too much about it, about the current circumstances, just getting those small wins is like little steps. And eventually you get to be where you can uh, manifest much bigger things. So I'm training my mind to expect those wins and it's a great way to stop complaining because then I've got proof. I know it works. I got to just shut that little impatient voice up. Well, that's what I got for you today. Hopefully this inspired you to not give up. Whatever your dream is, it's going to happen. And I I feel like it's going to happen for anybody that keeps going at it. And even if it doesn't fully play out like you may want it to in your mind, just the fact that you keep going at it is probably going to be reward enough after a while. I hope you got something out of this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend or you can share it on Instagram. I am at the Coffee Buzz PC. You can also find my website at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. And thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you next week.